you're either going to sink really far down or you're going to come up on top. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think that's when my whole journey of mindset shift happened. A lot of book reading, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, um, I don't know, just the family that I was with was very established in like a positive mindset. So today we have the wonderful Mads on. Uh, Just for a little bit of backstory, we worked together at Two Hands, and from the first few days I got to know you, I was like, this girl is right up my alley. Like, we are riding a similar vibe, and I even thought then, I was like, I'll give her a few more days, weeks to see how cool she is, but then like, I'd love to have her on the podcast. So we are finally here with a few disturbances, like me getting here late because I forgot to wear a bra, leaving my house, all the little things that I usually do to fuck things up, but we're finally set to record, and I am so, so excited. So, intro aside, Mads, do you want to give just like a little little glimpse into, I guess, let's do like full name, what you're kind of like doing in this stage of life, and then we're going to dive into the meat of your backstory. Yeah, 100%. Well, first of all, thank you for allowing me to come as a guest on your podcast. I am honored. When you asked me, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm like in the cool crowd now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, first of all, um, my name is Madison Deal. I am a life coach and I am starting to build my business. Um, and yeah, I love helping people. I love traveling. My passion lies in people and personal development so yeah Um, I guess that's a little bit of a background yeah yeah so that's like your like current stage in life so that's totally good sort of intro uh so then let's dive into it as I said before you are just there's so much about you that as I've learned it over the last few weeks months etc working together I always thought to myself I would love to dive into this with Mm -hmm. her more and I've heard you talk about these parts of your life with customers and with other coworkers, <laughs> and it always is fascinating how you explain it all. But I'd really like to dive into your whole experience when it comes to travel in mm. Australia, and essentially what seems to me like this trip that really like changed your life in mm. so many ways. And I always love highlighting these things in life that I don't know at the time might seem like seemingly small or even like a big jump, but you just never know just how great they could like change Mm, things. So I guess starting with that, like what even prompted you to want to travel to Australia and, and or to Australia specifically, like just where, what were your thoughts going into that all? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, there's many words to describe my whole experience, but like you kind of said, life changing is probably the most fitting. Um, Before I even went to Australia, I knew that I loved to travel, but I was kind of in a part of my life where travel wasn't totally an option. Um, I was in college. I had a boyfriend of like six and a half years. We were high school sweethearts. And um, right after college, we broke up. And that was like totally crazy because we, um, I felt like I had a huge part of me that was with him. Everyone knew me, but everyone knew me and him together. And I kind of went through, I guess, like a little bit of an identity crisis 
And um, I had to do some like thinking of like what I really love. Who who am I? You know what I mean? So I I've always thought about Australia. Something has always pulled me towards. You know, I don't know what about Australia. I don't know, but um, I made a vision board one time. And for all of you guys who don't know what a vision board is, um, a vision board is basically just you know a board full of like your visions, and um, you you put them on with little thumbtacks, and it just it's supposed to manifest your life, and it does manifest your life. Um, but I I put a bunch of pictures of Australia, a bunch of pictures of my visas getting approved and flights and. I don't know. It just kind of blossomed from there. I met a few people um, a few weeks after um, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up and they were really into traveling and kind of just doing things on their own, like without anyone there with them um, or anyone to kind of like inspire them. So I was really attracted to that in other people and I wanted that for myself. So taking what I wanted from Australia and what I wanted from out of these friendships that I was forming, I kind of put them together and hell, I mean like three, three months later, I was on a plane to Australia. So I guess that's kind of like, it was more about, you know, figuring out who I am Mm -hmm. and Australia being a place that I don't know anybody. And, um, no one's really been to like tell me how it is. Yeah. So it was it was my own, if that makes sense. Oh, 100%. And it it just makes me think about how this is something I've had to remind myself as well, but so many of us, you know, we we are just sort of like going along with the general flow of life, mm-hmm. you know, or whether that's because of work or relationships we're in or just the comfortable lifestyle we've catered for ourselves, like it's hard to grow. It's hard to find yourself. It's hard to really like change in any incremental way if you're just like comfy cozy mm. and things just are, you know, easy breezy sailing mm-hmm. along. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you describing like this entire process of something you've never done before, you know, like even down to like the visas and the planning and everything, <clears throat> let alone to pick somewhere like Australia. Like that just all sounds to me like such extreme, like new change and also I mean to me personally very anxiety inducing but those are often the times in which we find growth or in this case like you said a blank slate essentially to find who you are like who am I without this boyfriend who am I without this friend group who am I without like this going to school right now or Mm -hmm. without my family like I don't know it's it's almost like going somewhere where you don't have a label because Mm -hmm. nobody knows who you are so -hmm. you can like kind of find yourself again so I really that's actually really cool I had never thought of it that way for you but that makes like a lot of sense now thinking of it that way yeah and I think a lot of people say like how did you you know build the courage to do it and if I'm being completely honest like the process of me going from the idea to actually getting on the flight it was like the easiest it was the easiest time period in my whole life because I think I was at I think I hit a threshold where I knew I didn't, I didn't ever grow up in a bad spot. I was never in a bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was in such a confused and very emotionally, um, oh gosh, I don't know, just a very emotional time in my life. And I kind of thought to myself, there could be nothing worse or mm-hmm. there couldn't be, there's nothing to lose by picking up my life now. 
under the under the dirt or however I felt at that time yeah. and starting again, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um so I mean thinking to myself, thinking back, all I was thinking was if I don't like it, I can change. But I'm not a tree and I'm not happy where I am, yeah. so I can move. Yeah. Oh, I love that what you said there about like if I if I don't like it, I can change again mm-hmm. or I can do things again. Mm-hmm. That is such a I think that is something that so many people forget and I even like mo- when I was moving here, you know, mm-hmm. a, a smaller circumstance, but still like was huge, life changing for me as you went to Australia, but on just, you know, different degrees. But it was that same thing I had in my mind of like, fuck, I'll go for like, oh yeah, I have a year long lease, but if I'm miserable or if I'm not doing well after five months, like mm-hmm. I can, you can always find a way, like where there is a will, there is a way. So I knew probably as you knew, like yeah. if this doesn't work <laughs> out, I will get my ass back home. I'll figure things out. We'll regroup. We'll find something else to do. Yeah. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's almost letting go of that extremist mindset of it's either this or that, right? It's either right. like, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's Everything always is an in-between. Yes, yes. Everything 100%. is figureoutable. And that's 100%. a mindset that I adopted very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I'm curious. Like, so this is all like the build up to it. But then like you actually get mm-hmm. there. And I can only imagine that's a whole <laughs> other fucking wave of like, what is happening what do I do what's here so once you got there how did you apply that like everything is figure outable mindset like what I'm just curious even like when it comes to housing making friends work finances like how did you sort of like adapt into this new lifestyle as you were working to find yourself again yeah 100% so actually before I you know, journeyed out there, I kind of wanted a setup because I knew that I wanted to travel, mm-hmm. but I knew that I only had so much savings. So I knew that I wanted to kind of have a job and I planned to get a job before I even stepped on the plane. Yeah. And I did have a secure job and that ended up being where I lived as well. <laughs> I was an au pair, um, which if you guys don't know, an au pair is um, like a, an in-house nanny. Um, uh-huh. So I cleaned and I watched their kids and it was very fitting for the pandemic um, because I was ended. I had a degree in education, and I ended up, you know, being able to teach them and oh. I guess bring my degree to this this home, and which was so nice. And um, yeah, so I guess just you know the the few days leading down to actually getting on the plane, I was kind of in this like oh shit mindset, <laughs> as you would be though, like. You're, cha- you're about to change your whole life and you've dreamed about this. You've visualized it, visualized it for, you know, however many months or weeks. And now it's like coming to fruition. And I just was so excited and I was just ready. And I think the biggest thing when I was, you know, making that, that transformation from, you know, getting on the plane in Newark and, you know, having my layover in LA and then landing in Sydney was literally preparation but also not preparation at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a balance because you want to be able to think a few steps ahead as you should because you're, I mean, I'm a female yeah. solo traveler <laughs> who's traveling across yeah. the world. But then again, I kind of was in this mindset where I was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. And mm-hmm. like, let's be safe about it, but let's also like just ride the wave and yeah. enjoy the journey and enjoy the process. Um, and I think there's, I'll tell you a little funny story. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> when I was in, so my flight from Newark to LA was like delayed. And I literally stepped off of my plane from LA 
and legitimately walked onto my Sydney plane. That's how delayed it Close. was. Oh my god. My my layover was already like pretty tight. Yeah. But I ended up getting to LA as my Sydney flight was boarding, ah. and I stepped onto. I was literally like. Okay, so nothing can go wrong now. Like that has that has just like yeah. the worst that could happen has kind of just already happened. So let's just like move on. And it was just kind of getting that first little thing out of the way. And I was like, okay, this is good. I'm by myself. I can figure it out. Let's do it. But I guess going back to your question, um, being in Sydney, Australia, and just kind of being on my own. I just put myself completely out there mm-hmm. and like I knew there's nothing the only person that is holding back from like chasing dreams or chasing opportunities is myself at this point there's no one else so you know going to I, I think the first place I went to when I got to Sydney was Bondi and I checked into my hostel at Bondi mm-hmm. and um, Bondi Beach very famous Australian beach. Yeah. One of my favorite places to Google search as I was like <laughs> manifesting this into my life. So like being on the beach was like, holy shit, I was just, you know, Google searching this and now yeah. I'm actually here. Oh, but I can't imagine that. It's like crazy. Like walking onto it after something you've been dreaming about for like, <laughs> holy fuck. It was uh. crazy. I was like, I literally was in the spot that like I would look at Google images and be like, that's where they took the picture. I was uh. like, this like chills. I, I was know. saying it chills out. I'm just imagining it for myself. I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, okay. But yeah, like yeah. I think again with the whole preparation thing and the whole kind of going with the flow. Like I definitely, you know, got to my hospital and I was like, okay, you have to break out of your comfort zone right now. Go and walk up to that group of people who is sitting there and just chatting. Like you're uh-huh. just the same as them. And lo and behold, like I met some of my best friends. Um, um how'd you do it like you just walked up to them yeah like, like you just I mean I mentally prepped myself yeah. but like you have this confidence kind of about you I mean at least I had I got this confidence because I was like <laughs> there's no other option <laughs> to have <laughs> to not have the confidence so I was kind of just like also I had nothing to lose I was like I could not see these people again or I could see these people again like yeah. it that is what it is and that's traveling and so I was just like okay like, I know they're all talking. I don't know how long they've known each other, but their shit stinks too. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I can go up to them and it's no big deal. So I just went up to them and, you know, UK, German, yeah. Russian, I don't even know, like a lot of, a lot of different backgrounds, but everyone comes together and it's like, everyone is in this traveler mindset where they're also open to meeting new people mm-hmm. and it's not scary the scariest part is um what's in your head yeah oh I can imagine yeah I mean I I was relating that even as you were speaking to moving here and trying to like make friends and everything and remembering that feeling as you described it of like the like literally zero fucks to give because like you said you're either going to it's either going to work out and you'll see these people again and exactly. like boom there you go or you'll never see them again and who cares you might pass them on the street you know? yeah, and at the end of the day like who cares so I yeah I, I kind of forgotten that mentality when I moved here but I yeah I do remember like feeling yeah. that experiencing on a much like lower level but I can only imagine when you're entirely somewhere new and you mm. have like like I don't know you can like you said you can reinvent yourself and find a whole new version of yourself so why not like start with new people you know what I mean like in everything and some of my best friends are like people that I met in a hostel Mm -hmm. or you know I met I met a few friends who um we we literally met like the second night I was in Australia and 
the next day they're like, hey, have you been to like Byron Bay yet? I was like, no. And they're like, oh, do you want to go today? Like mm-hmm. you just book flights and you just like go with them. And then you have this whole experience. And then we went from like Byron to like, you know, get buying a, getting a, renting a van and yeah. just going down the coast yeah. and just like you meet people along the way. Mm-hmm. And like that whole, like, I guess three weeks that I kind of did that was just like, those are the people, those are the memories that I hold and I connect with Australia. Yeah. You know? That is wild. And I, yeah, it's, I don't know. You know, those are just like the times when you just like, it's, it's almost not like allow the allowing of yourself and like the freedom to truly just follow what feels good. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think nowadays and in our current world and, you know, like it, it, when you're kind of just, when you're sometimes feeling stuck in life, it can be so hard to find that feeling of just like, letting go not in the sense of like okay I'm letting go of all care for life and I'm going to downhill spiral but that letting go of like fuck it like I don't have to you know I can go out one night and have fun or go out and do this adventure whatever it is and like the the immediate reaction you know result of that is not going to be like completely change my life I don't know like I'm, I'm not saying it quite right but it is that feeling of like I don't know I kind of guess the freedom and letting go of like fuck it, I've, I've never done this. Like, I'm going yeah. to go on a van trip with these people yeah. and do this and do yeah. this. And then you just keep going from there. And mm. before you know it, you've just, like, found a whole new parts of yourself or, like... Yeah, I and know. I kind of went out with this mentality, like, um, let's let's see how many times we can say yes rather than no. Mm-hmm. Um, and being safe, like, obviously, yeah, like, don't yeah. say yes to, like, stupid shit. But, like... Um, just seeing how many opportunities you can kind of say yes to and seeing how how impactful that is on mm-hmm. your journey. And that, like, changed my life, I think. Interesting. Mm. Do you feel like that was one of the... I'm just curious, like, what mindset shifts you started to feel or, or how you overall started to feel different when you were there compared mm-hmm. to, like, life before. Mm-hmm. Like, did you ever find yourself just thinking, like, who, like, who am I? Like, mm-hmm. just feeling very surprised about, like... Yeah this this mads that you were and like what you were doing and just kind of like not believing that this could be your life I don't know like did that disbelief come in at any point I definitely felt that I think the biggest change was when everyone else was experiencing change and Mm. around the time that COVID hit yeah I you know for the first COVID hit like maybe three months in like properly hit three months in where it was like lockdowns and like things were actually getting shutting down but that's when I was kind of forced, as was everyone, to, like, look deeper. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was in a position where I didn't even have anyone that I knew close to me, like, next door. Yeah. Like, um, and I kind of know it's similar here where, like, everyone was, like, doing Zoom calls and you couldn't really leave your house and, like, similar things to that. But, like, I was in a whole different time zone kind mm-hmm. of thing. And... um so I was really, I felt really, there was moments where I felt you're either going to sink really far down or you're going to come up on top. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I think that's when my whole journey of mindset shift happened. A lot of book reading, a lot of podcasts, a lot of, um, I don't know, just the family that I was with was very established in like a positive mindset and like great morals, great ethics in my view. and. Um, so I just, I'll just, I guess cir- your circle kind of changes, mm-hmm. the people you surround yourself with and yeah, just starting to start from scratch, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that's neat. I mean, I can imagine it was almost, you know, like you get there, you have your time to just sort of 
just sort of live. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just live, mm-hmm. just be free, do what makes your heart happy, like, be exploratory, all the things. And then you get put into this, you know, kind of extreme circumstance as we all were in the world where we, everyone, yeah, everyone was forced to kind of like sit with themselves and turn inward where you weren't forced, but you were given the opportunity Mm, to. Some took it, some did not. And for those who did take it, you know, it was, there's been so much change in so many of our lives that has come from that time. And I can only imagine for you there, like you had that time and then suddenly it's like, okay, Mm. now, now I'm settled. Mm -hmm. Now things are settling down. Like, Mm -hmm there's calm, there's peace. Like, am I looking inward? Or as you said, am mm-hmm. I going to like sink, sink down deep? So I can only imagine that was like a crazy, crazy time for that. And then I'm curious as well, mm-hmm. coming out of that, like, I don't know, I guess just at what point did you start to feel almost like, maybe like you hadn't found yourself, but you just started to really think about yourself or life or whatever differently. Like at what yeah. point in your travels there and your time there, did you maybe have the thought of like, this is it? I don't know. You yeah. know, I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just curious yeah. if you had that moment, yeah. that like coming home moment, almost like who you are, who you yeah. are now. A hundred percent. And I do have that moment. Um, I think during COVID, like the beginning of COVID, I was really excited to kind of like, I was like, this is my opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. not only is the world shutting down, but like it's kind of like you said, it's an opportunity to like reevaluate yourself and if you want to if you have if you want to grow here's your chance on a silver platter yeah so I was really excited at first it's a lot of hard work and I think probably like the middle there like that in in Australia it's winter so like June July was that was winter and um, I think I hit a really dark place around like July and I just wanted that comfort back of like what my old life used to be of like partying Mm -hmm. and going out and like doing this but like I knew what was good for me so I continued to you know just push through and like push through that resistance a little bit keep reading doing podcasts you know sticking with my habits that I've been like creating for myself going to the gym more and like just really taking care of myself um and at the end of winter I guess September I think it was um I had a huge I had something really crazy happen to me um I was on the dating apps and doing the whole dating app thing and I went on a date with a guy um and it didn't go well I won't dive really far down Mm -hmm. that hole but um it just it kind of changed me as a person and the following week um I actually got a call from my dad who I really didn't speak to and he told me that he was having a baby (laughs) and so that kind of was another layer just that added on to it but the week later after that was Tony Robbins UPW experience um Unleash the Power Within I don't know if you've ever heard of it yeah I I I didn't know like the specifics of his um his events or anything yeah. like that. But yeah. I, I have heard about them. I've yeah. like listened to him and stuff. So was that in Australia so, or was it like so a virtual thing? He usually does it like he he kind of has like different things around the world, um, different I guess setups and events. But this was the first virtual event because okay. of COVID. So leading up to it, I was like having like really crazy, like horrible times and mm-hmm. um I was really feeling into a slump. But I when that moment hit of like his retreat or his um his webinar um I my life completely like full circle came together um and you know his weekend is full of like really just diving deep 
inwards and figuring out who you are at the surface. Mm -hmm. And then like, it is a really like emotionally, mentally, physically like depleting process in order to break down walls and rebuild yourself. So I came out of that weekend, like really strong and really happy and really like, I'm going to keep up all the habits that I've been keeping, even though it hasn't showed me yet Mm -hmm. that it's coming. It has now. And I'm confident that it will. And a few weeks later, like I found my now boyfriend who is like the best thing ever. I've just found, I found myself and I, you know, I joined a run club and that whole experience changed my life. And it just, from that moment, I think from UPW, I advanced into like what it kind of was like a a level up. I felt the shift Mm -hmm. of like climbing that staircase and everything kind of just seemed to be more implemented in my life than trying so hard to implement them. It just all kind of settled, if that makes sense. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I, yeah, I think there's definitely a difference. And I, I think, you know, some of us listening, some of us have, you know, definitely felt that and others maybe haven't, but there is that difference between when it just feels like you are trying and trying every fucking day to just like make the change mm-hmm. or to do this or to, you know, think about this. And then like the moment when almost like the flip switches, you know, whether it's from an Mm -hmm. event or some internal realization you had or therapy or whatever you've integrated, when suddenly it becomes, it's not like it's less hard or anything. It just becomes, it's less like that trying, like you're just like going up a super high cliff and more Mm -hmm. like it's just like steady climb. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels almost like it's doable or more possible at least. Mm -hmm. And I love also what you said about like the, breaking down part like mm-hmm. I big believer there's a book I um love when things fall apart by Pema Chodron if I'm saying her name right <laughs> and the, <laughs> the the essence of it is that reminder that sometimes things have to fall apart to be put back together mm-hmm. again and it's it's so easy to think of those like breaking down moments or the falling apart times mm-hmm. as just to label them as you know bad or not mm-hmm. good or anything like that But so often that is where you are then given the opportunity to grow Mm. or to change or to put things back together again in a new way, Mm. right? Like with all those, you know, hard times happening in your life leading up to that event, Mm -hmm. you, I mean, some people might have felt broken down by Mm -hmm. all the emotional mental work Mm -hmm. and they might have not seen the opportunity or seized the moment to almost like build it back up in a new way or to change from it. Mm -hmm. So I love that you did that. And I feel like that is probably what opened the doors for you to find Tyler and for everything to work out in that way. 100%. So how did that happen? How did that unfold for you? Because (laughs) I've been meaning to ask you that. I'm like, (laughs) I know I've heard about you guys' love and I just love you both as a couple. And then I realized when I was thinking of topics for today, I was like, I don't actually know if I've heard the story of like their meeting or like what even happened, the timeline. So I'm so curious now. Yeah. (laughs) After you had those hard times, the breakdown, the breakthrough, the rebuild, how did, yeah, how did things go down then with him? Like, how, how did you feel? How did, how did the magic work? Yeah. Oh my (laughs) gosh. There's so much magic behind our story and it's my greatest story. Um, But I basically met Tyler through one of my host dad's employees. Isn't that weird? So, um, my host dad like helped, um, put on events for Tony Robbins and the um his one of his employees 
what is my really good friend, my really dear friend, and she, you know, is the person who pick up the phone for people who are inquiring about tickets and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Tyler called in and wanted some tickets. She's like, oh my gosh, you know, I got his Instagram. I don't even know like <laughs> what he's, what his story is, but like he literally sounds like just like you. Like even if you're not interested, like you guys should be best friends because yeah. he sounds just like you. I was like, oh sweet, like another another member of like the squad, like yeah. sweet. So me and Chloe, uh, that's her name. Okay. Um, she's one of my really dear friends, and she, me and her used to do a run club called the 440 Run Club in Australia. Wake up at four o'clock in the morning, you start running at 4:40, and um, yeah, it's just like the best experience. And we were kind of like, let's get more people to do this with us. Uh-huh. And Tyler was kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm super keen, like in his little Aussie, Aussie accent. But like, <laughs> he's, he was like, I'm super keen. So yeah, he kind of just um, came up one, one day and we were like all good friends. Um, and then, yeah, I guess a few weeks later, we met at a party. We, we were at a party and that's when, I guess... Yeah. We just kind of knew. We just kind of fell into each other, and yeah. So you had the time building up in the run club with them, right? Like you guys kind of yeah. like knew of each other. You kind of got yeah. to maybe like see each other from afar. Yeah, but he was thing. he. Let me preface. He yeah. was in a relationship at this point. Interesting. Okay. Else. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was nothing. It was nothing that um was nothing could have ever happened yeah. in this moment. And I was very respectful of that. Yeah. Like I, I knew that he was kind of in a place where he wasn't in a in a place to do anything else mm-hmm. so um I just was I was completely friend zoning him and yeah. he was mutually so but like we enjoyed each other's presence like we would you know have common interests and obviously mm-hmm. like the way we met we have similar energies yes so yes. um we met and then I guess like a month later um we just he became single mm-hmm. and I was obviously single. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we kind of, we didn't start dating for a while. Like, we just wanted to, like, be friends. He just came out of that relationship. So I wanted to respect that. And I wanted him to kind of use the time to, like, find himself and, like, figure out where he was. And he wanted the same for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we kind of, like, were seeing each other. And then, oh, gosh, I don't even know when. I think we probably started. We didn't even ever label it, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we started like dating, I guess, when he came back to the States. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I left in April and then he came to America in August. But in between that time, we were still talking and he was kind of like, you know, I don't want you to be by yourself in America. Yeah. I want to be with you. So then uh-huh. he came here and that's how, I guess it, it all happened in My short. Yeah. <laughs> in no. short. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I, I love that. And I, I just, I wondered if it had, yeah, I was like, I'm sure with her and like, you are a very, I feel like when somebody is a very self-aware, intuitive person, I love digging into their backstory because you can always see the synchronicities and the little like mm. intuitive, like little moments. And I like the fact that he, you guys found each other through Tony Robbins, through like mm. a friend you made, mm-hmm. like just to think of all the little things that had to work out for that connection to happen or to think about, you know when something's meant to be, mm. no matter what, the connections will, you know, like, the the threads will, like, connect in a way to connect those, like, people 100%. or the instance. Like, I love thinking of those moments, and I don't know, even, like, going back to what you said in the beginning with a vision board, like, mm. I, 
I, I, I'd love to even talk on that a bit too because I know you're big on it. Mm. I love it as well. I need to, I used to do it so much more often and mm. I found things coming into my life yeah. much more often mm. than they do currently. And I just, I love the premise behind it of you're seeing what you, you, you want. Mm-hmm. You're subconsciously making choices or decisions that might lead you towards that. You're reminding yourself that you are worth that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. What are your thoughts, like, when it comes to the vision boards, the magic behind them? Like, how, like why would you prompt someone to maybe give them one a go? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if I look back on my life, my life, and I'm, sh- like, as everyone else is, like, you might see things in your life but you might not see them actually in fruition mm-hmm. for like years down the line. Mm-hmm. Some things might be like closer to that time, but like some other things are like way down in the future and in the line. And I don't know, like I am a huge believer that even even like walking past your vision board every day, like you're connecting with that energy and that energy that's on the board, like you are, you're next to it every day mm-hmm. and it's becoming a part of you as you sit there and as you just you know like it's crazy and um I don't know I just look back at situations in my life where you know I really wanted oh my god I really wanted to be a cheerleader yeah an eagles cheerleader because that was one of my things when I was little I wanted mm-hmm. to be an eagles cheerleader so you know I would put a I would put a picture on my vision board of you know this beautiful eagles cheerleader and on on the field yeah and um go go eagles by the way (laughs) go birds um anyway um but yeah that was one of my dreams and um I never became an eagles cheerleader oddly enough but I danced for temple and we danced on the Lincoln financial field so it it's not necessarily like exactly what happens Mm -hmm. But it's literally like little things yeah. that I am taking away from the vision board that I'm like, it's so crazy. If I had never put that picture up on my vision board, like, who knows if my life would have gravitated towards, you know, yeah. actually dancing one day on mm-hmm. that same field that the Eagles cheerleader dances on. Yeah. And it's just, it's wild to me. And even looking back, like, I even think like, um the situation that happened with Australia when I made the vision board for Australia. There was so many hurdles leading up to, um, there were so many hurdles leading up to, like, the actual event. Like, like I said, it wasn't an, it was an easy time for me, but, like, certain things, like, I was, I was actually supposed to live with, um, a different family Mm. when I first, you know, I got Mm. a job with a different family and I was supposed to fly out sooner. But something happened with the mom and she was pregnant and getting, she was like giving birth. And she was like, I just need to take someone who's here already. And like, you're unfortunately not here. So I'm going to have to, you know, deny your application. And that tore me up. Mm -hmm. But then again, I found my new family who then led to, you know, meeting Chloe, who then led, led to meeting Tyler, who then led to Tony Robbins. And now my whole career is like... Yeah, centered around life coaching and Mm -hmm. you know it's so crazy but I think the power in the vision board the fact that I had my visa approved on there the fact that like I knew my end goal was Australia Mm -hmm. like it it doesn't matter what the journey looks like because the journey can change it's keeping a focus on like the end goal and like taking little bits and pieces from Mm -hmm. that vision board to make the end will happen that makes sense oh yeah and I mean it also sounds to me like what 
I took away from that and what I was reflecting on in my own experience with this before is like that aspect of not of just letting it be like letting it get Mm -hmm. created and Mm -hmm. not trying to control every little Mm -hmm. like part along the way right like I you like somebody you could have been like so obsessed over the fact of like when you were supposed first supposed to be there and then she dropped you so then you like went into like complete like over the top kind of like trying to control the situation mode you probably could have found another maybe another family to get there same at the same time like you could have Mm -hmm. tried to like force it to happen right right when you thought it was supposed to happen Mm -hmm. and you could have tried to like control the situation and then none of that other stuff Mm -hmm. would have happened or you know i mean with the eagles thing like you could have been like so obsessed and controlling over like okay well i'm going to be an eagles cheer leader yeah and then like you could have you probably could have became one and then next thing you know you're like well fuck what's the yeah what like that this? wasn't yeah. was that even meant to happen because exactly. i don't feel the high that yeah. i'm always supposed to be. but instead it's yeah. like you just have this you have this vision you have like this end goal yeah. and it's it's just knowing that like i don't know how it's going to happen you know i i can take steps but i i just letting go of that like need to control it and like 100%. the need to be like crafting the exact perfect vision like I don't know. There's a level of trust that has to be there too, I think, as well. 100%. And that's really hard at times to to just, I don't know, let yourself You just have to surrender, go. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And just trust that the universe has your best intentions at heart. And you kind of have to do a lot of reflection in order to build that trust because the moment you start to reflect back on your life, the moment you, is the moment you begin to realize how much the universe has had your back. Mm-hmm. I love that. Ah, the trust. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in this time, I want to ask, I know like you and I, you know, we have similar interests and everything. And even sitting here in your place, like I see books that I've, you know, read or I've like debated reading before. So in this experience and the journey you've taken to really find yourself again and to build, you know, like, you know, self-awareness, mindfulness, whatever it is, what are like maybe books or podcasts or other things like Tony Robbins Mm -hmm. that had like a lasting impact on you moving forward? Yeah. Um, besides, like, I love podcasts. I love books. Um, but a lot of the books in the podcast that I've read or have that have continued to like spark my journey, um, has become like, they're like action books. They're like, Mm -hmm. um, books of, or podcasts of like experiencing, like how to implement these into your life. Um, people like Tony Robbins, people like Gary Vee, Mm -hmm. people like, um, Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret, like Lisa Messenger, um, Girl Boss, yeah, <laughs> Sophia I and Marissa, like, yeah, people like these. Um, I don't know, just like leaders and people who kind of they don't just speak their mind, but they influence you. They encourage you to like implement them into mm-hmm. your life. So my book reading, my podcast, and the people that I find um, inspiring, I guess, on my journey. Um, have impacted my routine and Mm. have helped me build like healthy habits healthy habits as in habits that are going to get me to my end goal yeah um yeah I don't really necessarily think that there's a certain type there's a certain person Mm -hmm. it's the it's a certain person's message if that makes sense yeah um no I I like I never thought of it that way but you are right like I I'm thinking through as you said that all the the books I've read, whether it's on, you know, personal growth, uh, more of the woo-woo stuff, lifestyle, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And like the books that I always 
give as recommendations, the books that I always reflect on, I'm like, those books actually changed my life, mm-hmm. were the ones that had the implementation as, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wasn't just these people sharing, like, like you said, sharing their mind or just words to speak, but it was also that message in there as well of like, and this is how I did it. Exactly. Or this is how you can try mm-hmm. or you know, making it unique and individualized to yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think like Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. um, that book, When Things Fall Apart, like those those are the ones that yeah. do have the lasting impact. 100%. And that's interesting to think about as well, even in regards to podcasts and such. So that's, yeah, I hadn't thought of it that way before. Yeah. But I really, I really do think that is something to consider as well. Because, yeah, otherwise there can be a lot of fluff out there. <laughs> 100%, 100%. And I feel like every time I read a book and finish a book, it's like the cycle never ends. I'm always like, yeah. I want to read, I'm gonna, I want to read a book just like that one. Like, mm-hmm. where can I find that? And then it's like, Amazon is perfect, or like, yeah. they always have like recommendations for you. But like, it's always the books for me that I find like the most influence or encouragement is books that are so like centered around like um, reflection or um, like deep inner like healing or. Um, yeah, like implement getting out of your comfort zone. That's a huge one because yeah. that's how all those books end. Mm-hmm. You start with in like the inner work. You start with the reflection, but then you end with maybe like um, there's maybe there's like notes at the end of the book, and they're like, okay, you, this is what you need to do. Reflect on your life and write down ways you can implement them into like these new habits into your life, yeah. like stuff like that. So that's impacted me a lot. I love that. And or if the book doesn't provide that, like. How can you do, do it yourself? On your own. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Like I, yeah, I think that's if nothing else, it's like at least take away like any questions you had from it or whatever it is. Like create your own. You know what I mean? Like if nothing else, you can always create your own strategy or your own game plan or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So um, I love that, and I yeah, amazing. <laughs> well, you. I I'm going to start to wrap things up here just for yeah. this one, but I want you to share about like your Instagram and all the things you're doing because I don't I as we're talking about these people right I'm also thinking in my head that this is exactly like who you are yeah like for all the times that we've talked about wellness stuff personal stuff mindset whatever it is you always it's so different talking about it with people like you because Mm. I don't it just it leaves I don't know you're just you're very good at like leaving helping whoever you're talking to leave the conversation with a thought or a prompt or like I don't know I just it feels different like talking to somebody like you where I feel like when I am talking about these things with you you're actually listening and like you're actually understanding what Mm -hmm. I'm saying versus just like replying with a basic simple response which we all have those times we all do that but I don't know so I I would just love for people who have connected or resonated with this in any way or who are curious Mm -hmm. whatever just to know like what you're up to and where yeah. they can find you and connect and such because you're a very special human. I wouldn't have you on the podcast Thank if you, you weren't. So I want to spread the oh, love. Tears, <laughs> tears, happy tears. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. You are a light and a bright light of fresh air. So thank you so much for having me. Um, my Instagram handle is Madison A. Deal. And I talk about my business that I am growing. It's called The Offense Project. Um, basically just getting from the turf, um, from your sidelines and making it to your end zone, which I love football as you can probably assume. (laughs) So it's kind of just this one big metaphor. And, um, yeah, I just like to talk about all things, you know, goal setting, um, 
how like how to implement healthy habits, um, the mindset shift, mm-hmm. which is the biggest number one getter of all of those other things, and reaching out of your comfort zone. Um, that's a huge thing that I like to do because that's I be- I'm a true believer that what is on the opposite side of your comfort zone is success and um, I guess your goals. Um, yeah, so that's I guess just basically a little bit of what I'm about. Um, so yeah, thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Happy hard times. <laughs>